0: Another challenge that I had to overcome this year was the challenge of finding my true passion. Now, I don't necessarily believe that you only have one passion in life. In fact, I would argue that you have multiple passions in life, but those multiple passions serve various different purposes. You can have a passion that could serve just as a hobby and you can also have a passion That serves as your career. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who takes time out of their week, their day or their night to listen to my podcast episodes. It actually brings me a lot of joy knowing that you tune in, and that you take time out of your busy schedule to listen, to learn, and to grow. And now we're approaching a season of the year, which I I do enjoy quite a lot, which is the end of year. I feel like the end of the year is always, always very special, because you are naturally more inclined to reflect. And so, I was listening to a podcast episode from Jay Shetty in which he revealed seven questions that he used to reflect on the year of 2022. And as I was listening, I was like, oh, how cool would it be if I used these questions to fuel my reflection? And how cooler would it be if I shared that reflection openly on a podcast? And so I thought, okay, let's do that. So first and foremost, big shout out to Jay Shetty for his podcast episode that shared seven really good questions to reflect on the year. And I hope that you get a lot of value out of this episode because I'm about to reflect with all of you (laughs) based on those questions that Jay Shetty mentioned. Now, before we start, please hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It actually helps us a lot more than what you know. It helps the podcast immensely and it takes you just a couple of seconds. So please, if you can, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe and leave us a review. Right, so let's get started. Question number one, what is a challenge that you've overcome this year? Very good question. Very important question. Because our life is riddled with challenges some more complex than others, some bigger than others. And I feel like we always tend to look at the good stuff and at the positives and the highlights, but we never really look at the challenges, the lows, the things that we had to overcome, the struggles that we had to endure. So for me, this is an important question because it's going to allow me to reflect deeper on the struggles that I've had to endure and the obstacles I've had to overcome. What is a challenge that you've overcome this year? Okay, let's think about this. The first thing that comes to my mind is transitioning careers within the technology industry. So for those of you who may know or may have not known, I started a new job at the beginning of this year and this was as a software engineer and it was a progression in my career but i i didn't really found it to be my true passion and bearing in mind i've been a software engineer for the last 4 years but something just didn't feel right uh, this year i maybe i've had enough maybe i was a bit fed up of doing something i don't love maybe i just you know couldn't really hack doing something that wasn't bringing me any fulfillment. Whatever it was, I just know that I felt a type of way and I wanted to transition. And so I did. I went from... So I started the new year with a brand new job as a software engineer. And then six months later, I start... Was it six months later? I think maybe eight months later. Yeah, eight months later. Sorry, my bad. I think eight months later, I then managed to transition from a software engineer to a agile delivery manager and that was for a new company so i actually swapped jobs twice and i swapped companies twice this year and i'm actually so happy with the job i now have it's you know a job that i fully enjoy and gives me a lot of fulfillment and joy so um i couldn't be any happier but that was a challenging time for me you know transitioning careers finding a job a company that you feel attracted to, it wasn't easy, You know, it, it took me six to eight months to find a job and a company that I felt was right for me, so that was a big challenge. Another challenge that I had to overcome this year was the challenge of finding my true passion. Now, I don't necessarily believe that you only have one passion in life. In fact, I would argue that you have multiple passions in life. But those multiple passions serve various different purposes. You can have a passion that could serve just as a hobby and you can also have a passion that serves as your career. So let's not just get tangled up in the idea that you can only have one passion. No, 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 no. You can have multiple passions, but they just serve different purposes. and for me I wanted to find my true passion in terms of my day-to-day work because even though now I had found a job in a company that I love I still knew deep down inside that that wasn't by no means going to be the job or the type of work that I get the most passion out of the most fulfillment out of it the most purpose out of it so I set myself a goal in the beginning of the year to find my true passion, and I did. I found my true passion, and I can confidently say that one of my truest passions in life is life coaching. And today I'm a G-Shady certified life coach, I have a coaching business, and it's just, it's almost like unreal for me to be able to say that I really have found built developed and created my true passion and the reason why I'm using these words is because I feel like finding your passion is a very commonly used word but I also feel like it's very misleading because finding implies that you're just going to walk and one day on the floor you're going to find your passion oops there you go found my passion on the floor (laughs) it doesn't work like that it just doesn't work like that You have to build it, you have to develop it, you have to create it. And that's exactly what I did. I built, developed and created my life coaching business. And it's just, you know, so fulfilling to be able to do something that you love. Now, of course, I still have my nine to five job in the corporate world. But in the evenings, my five, so my nine to five is agile delivery management and my five to nine is life coaching. So I spend most of my evenings working on my life coaching things and I honestly find so much purpose from it I couldn't be happier and the third challenge I would like to mention on the podcast and bearing in mind there's obviously a lot more but I'm just giving you a few for me it would definitely have to be starting a business that was a massive challenge for me because you got to keep in mind I've been an employee uh, for the past four Five years I've worked in the corporate world. I understand the tech world really well. Corporate is really my area of of comfort in a way because I, I've swapped companies four times. I've I've got exposure to different industries. I I really get how the corporate world works. So I've been a nine to fiver uh, uh, an employee for the past four to five years, but an entrepreneur, never never have I thought I've never even imagined myself as being one up until this year and so starting a business was definitely something that I consider challenging, scary, uh, a, bit, a bit of anxiety around it as well but you know those are things that fuel me so I, I went ahead and I started my life coaching business and the business is growing slowly but surely in the right direction and I'm actually really happy with the direction the business is taking at the moment and I couldn't be any happier but that was definitely a challenge that really brought up a lot of emotions and feelings especially fear I think it's natural for us humans to fear failure but what we have to understand is that failure is just a step closer to success and that's how I was viewing this challenge uh, in a way and actually there's been so many learnings that I would love to share with you Maybe I'll do a separate podcast episode on learnings from starting a business because there are so many that I would love to share. Question number two. What's a surprise you dealt with? What's something that happened this year that you either didn't expect or that was like a low point in your year that you had to deal with? Let me think. Um... Oh, okay, this is what... Okay, so this, this one, I haven't actually shared this with anyone. Um, or actually, there's only like two people or three people in my life that know this one. Uh, well, <laughs> after this episode, there might be a couple hundred of you that know. But <laughs> um, I actually applied to be a radio host and to have my own radio show for a month in a very popular, very famous <laughs> radio network and radio station and I actually failed to get accepted which was a bit of a low to me because I created the most incredible demo for my application for this radio station and I went above and beyond what they expected in the demo and so for me not being able to make it was a bit of a, a low point for me because I really wanted it you know I really wanted to have my own radio show uh, to be a radio host um, mainstream media I really wanted that experience because I felt like it's such a suiting experience for me considering I'm a podcast host I love speaking I'm a very entertaining funny guy and I have a lot of insights and I don't know I just felt like he it, it suited me a lot so I sent my application, I I was very, very creative and very innovative with how I created this radio show demo, um, and I still wasn't accepted. And that was okay, you know, I I took it with a pinch of salt, i.e. I looked at it as a, a point of learning. I thought, okay, let me learn from this, you know, I didn't make it, okay, what can I learn from it? And so that's how I looked at it, but that was a surprise for me. Not as in surprise, like I expected to be accepted, but more as in a surprise that I didn't get any further in, in the stages. Um, that's really what, what I felt, but it's okay. I learned a lot from it actually, and I understand the radio world a lot better. And I feel like that's going to play a big part in my future endeavors. Who knows? Another surprise I had to deal with this year was hating my job. So I spoke about earlier how I started the new year with a new job. So that first job I had at the beginning of the year, I really hated it. Now I wanna make this clear. I didn't hate the company. I actually love the company. I love the people that I work with. So it was nothing to do with the company or the people that I work with. It was just the actual job and, you know, being a software engineer was something that I chose as the beginning of my career, but it wasn't necessarily a choice out of fulfillment and purpose and passion or love out of it. It was just a choice I I made as a starting point. And so I think it was just that I was so fed up of doing something that I didn't like. And that was a bit of a surprise because when I started the year with this new job, I never expected to become so unhappy and the depth of unhappiness that I felt during that time was unexpected it was a bit of a surprise for me and again it's nothing to do with the company nothing to do with the people I love the people in the company it was just that I was fed up of doing that job um, and it, it, it kind of manifested it into that job you know it could have been the previous job but it ended up being that job in particular that I manifested a lot of unhappiness internally. It was a lot of internal unhappiness. Um, But eventually I found a job that I love and now I'm doing something that I actually enjoy. And the third surprise I had to deal with was toxic people. Now, I keep my circle really tight. I don't necessarily let too many people in. And this year it was interesting. I actually had to sort of distance myself, remove someone. I basically had this person in the first four, five months, four and a half months, the first four and a half months of this year, who I I thought was actually good for my life, but it wasn't. This person wasn't good for my life. In fact, there was a lot of subtle, unhealthy and subtle toxic behaviours that this person possessed that I didn't really realise because again it was so subtle and then four and a half months into the year I realised that it's not the energy I want to be around now this doesn't mean that person isn't a nice person because remember toxic behaviours are behaviours and that's what we should treat them as behaviours, it doesn't define the person a behavior is just a behavior. It's part of something that you do or the way you carry yourself. It doesn't necessarily mean it's you intrinsically. So I'm not saying this person isn't nice. And in fact, I wish this person all the best. And for me, it was just important to make sure that I'm cultivating an environment externally that feels healthy to me. So I, that was a surprise to me because I, I never expected to have to part ways with people this year and i mean i say people it was just one person but it was the best thing that could have ever happened because again i am very protective over my energy and that was the best thing i could have done for myself for my energy because i'm very much the person that practices what i preach if i ever talk to you about you know removing toxicity out of your life i'm not just saying it because it sounds nice i'm saying it because i've done it multiple times and because it has an added benefit to your life so yeah that was another surprise i had to deal with question number three what is something you bought this year that was a good investment now i'm actually really excited to tell you guys about this because i don't feel like i've shared this before so this is a great question Um, So the first thing that I'm definitely gonna mention, because it's the first thing that comes to my mind, it's WHOOP. Now, if you're not familiar with WHOOP, you're about to, because I'm about to put you on it. WHOOP is essentially like a health monitoring device. Think of it like a band that has low sensors on it, that monitor different metrics of your health. And the three main areas That it monitors is your sleep, your recovery and your strain. For those of you who are not familiar with the word or the term strain, strain just means how much energy has your body exerted. So for me it's been game-changing because I wear it 24-7. Think of it as an Apple watch but 10 times better and it doesn't actually have a touchscreen. It's, it's just a band. And that's what I like about it. Because I don't want more screens. Do you understand? Like, I, I, I don't want more screens. I, I want help monitoring without the screen. And this is exactly what it provides. And it's actually 10 times better. And I'm using 10 as a, you know, a bit of an exaggeration. But it's like way better than an Apple Watch. Whoop is actually the top health monitoring device in the market it's the top wearable in the market and you actually if you go on my Instagram you'll definitely see pictures of it It just if you look at my Instagram pictures and you look at my wrist you will actually see that I'm wearing a, a band and that band is a whoop and it's tracking my sleep my recovery and my strain it gives me so much insightful data it even tracks my resting heart rate my heart rate variability my skin temperature, my blood oxygen levels, my respiratory rate, the amount of data that this monitors for your health is insane. And for me, this has been one of the best, if not the best investment I've made in 2022. Me being someone who is very much into my health, having this has just taken my whole perception on health to a whole new level and so big shout out to Whoop because I absolutely love their product it's insane. Another thing that was a great investment this year was the subscription to the Calm app. Calm is a meditation app and for me that was a great investment because I this year at the beginning of 2022 I made it a point to get into meditation like I wanted to finally explore meditation like what is this meditation thing that everyone speaks about you know that's how I kind of viewed it at the beginning of the year and so pretty much every day or most days I've I have missed a few but pretty much every day I listen to the Daily J which is like a seven minute meditation and it's just unbelievable. Like adding meditation as part of my routine has definitely one, increased my sleep and two, improved my focus. Those are the two benefits that I have noticed from just a simple daily seven minute meditation. I know it sounds crazy, but please, please try it and you'll see what I mean. Another good investment that I feel like I made this year was I invested on, on courses One of the courses I did that I wanted to mention, out of the many that I did, one of them was called The LinkedIn Operating System by Justin Walsh. It's actually one that I did recently and it is so insanely valuable. It's packed with insights, with actions, and with good practical advice and tips. And I chose to do the LinkedIn course because I wanted to start creating content and start creating a bit of a brand on LinkedIn. And so for me doing that course actually helped me jumpstart my direction when it comes to LinkedIn. And another great investment that I have to mention is holiday trips. Now I have to mention that I went to Portugal this year in the summer and I just recently went to Italy. So I actually just got back from Italy a week ago. And the Portugal trip I did it with my family and it was like a week and it was such a relaxing holiday I can't even just thinking about it right now I'm like oh it was so good and Italy I went with my partner and it was such a re-energizing holiday honestly incredible trips and I will always cherish them and this is what I've been thinking about recently is like I will never regret doing a trip abroad never I will never regret traveling and experiencing the world and seeing the world and feeling the world I just yeah I can't those were two trips that I'll remember for sure question number four what's the best book you've read or what's the best podcast you listened to this year So, off the bat, I'll tell you podcast episodes that I've listened that I think are game-changing. So, The Diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett with Jay Shetty. It was called The Three Simple Things a Happy Life Needs. For me, this will forever be the greatest podcast episode of all times. Like, generally, the best podcast episode I've listened to. Forget just about DZ. I'm talking, like, in general, the best episode I've ever listened to. But... Since the question is targeted to this year, yes, this is one of those episodes that I listened this year that I was like, this is the best. So I recommend. Another one from the Dire CEO was Stephen Bartlett with Simon Sinek. The number one reason why you're not succeeding. That episode was insane. Simon Sinek is an impressive individual. And I actually didn't really know much about him before that. And after that episode, I was like, yeah, I am so invested in this because it was a great episode let's talk about on purpose Jay Shetty's podcast um two episodes that stood out to me that I really really enjoyed and they were the best ones that I listened this year f- in my personal opinion from Jay Shetty was the Jay Shetty one with Tony Robbins how to brainwash yourself for success and destroy negative thoughts insane Tony Robbins is an insane insane individual and then A solo episode from Jay Shady on On Purpose was seven questions you must ask to deepen any relationship, friendship or partnership. That for me was such a great episode because he shared questions that you can ask your partner, your friend, um, your work colleague that help deepen relationships and friendships and partnerships. And I was like, it's so good. So I recommend and in terms of books I'm not really big on reading books Uh, if you know me you'll know that I'm not a big fan of reading books but there is one book I read this year that I just I love I loved so so much and it was Be a Triangle by Lily Singh without a doubt that was the best book I've read this year it is an insane insane book it's actually like 90 pages long and It has a lot of insight and value and Lili Singh is a very impressive individual as well. So that's the book I recommend and the other episodes that I mentioned are the episodes I recommend. Oh, and of course, maybe I should also recommend you some podcast episodes from my own podcast, the What's Up and What's Next podcast. The two episodes that I feel like have been my personal favorites this season have been The Five Biggest Regrets in Life, which I recently released, that is an insane episode that I made and that I'm proud of. Well, I am proud of all the episodes, but that one just has a, I don't know, it felt different for me. And then another one that I really enjoyed this season was Seven Toxic Behaviors You Need to Watch Out For. Those ones, for me, were important because there are so many toxic behaviours that are subtle. And, you know, I spoke about earlier how I, Removed myself from someone's life because I felt like they had way too many subtle toxic behaviors And in this episode, I am mentioning some and they're not necessarily related to that experience But I spend a lot of time researching toxic behaviors and highlighting them in an episode So yeah, I hope you guys check out the episodes that I mentioned and the book that I mentioned Because I guarantee you'll get so much out of it Number five, what are your blind spots for next year? So these are any things that you don't necessarily know or you're not aware of, like what are some unknowns for you going into next year? For me, it's uh, scaling my business offerings and improving marketing funnels. I am going to be expanding and improving my business offerings and structures next year. I'm going to be expanding my offering and my services. And, you know, that's a bit of an unknown. That's a blind spot for me because I've never scaled my business i've never scaled and expanded offerings so that'll be very interesting as an experience and that's a blind spot because i've not done before improving my marketing funnels as well as part of that is going to be a big one i'm i'm not necessarily a marketing expert so that for me is going to be a massive learning curve and a blind spot that i will have to overcome another one is taking podcasting to a whole new level i don't i don't want to share details about this just yet (laughs) I don't want to share details about this just yet. But let's just say at some point next year, I'll be taking podcasting to a whole new level. And that's a new blind spot to me because I'll be doing something. um, Yeah, uh, let's just, yeah, let's keep it at that. Um, (laughs) You'll have to find out when it comes closer to the time. And starting a YouTube channel. This is something I've been thinking for the longest time. I have a YouTube channel, but I don't really necessarily post on it. I might start a YouTube channel or I might start posting on my existing YouTube channel next year at some point That is also an unknown, I've never done a YouTube channel like a, like properly done it So yeah, that'll be something new Number six, what made you the happiest this year? Oh, I, I can think of these like easily Three things I'll mention finally securing the job I always wanted in the corporate world which was agile delivery manager that was the role I wanted for the longest time and finally getting it finally progressing in your corporate career to get the job that you always wanted it feels different and now I do something that I actually love and enjoy in my nine-to-five which was just such a blessing for me Another thing that made me happy this year was becoming a Jay Shetty Certified Life Coach and starting my own business. Those things were things that brought me so much joy because that's my passion, that's my purpose. Or rather, that's my passion and that serves as part of my bigger purpose. Um, and, you know, it's, yeah. I, I can't express how much happiness and fulfillment I've taken out of being able to do what I love truly, which is life coaching. And another thing that made me happy this year, and it's been recent actually, was obviously launching the season three of the podcast, which was towards the end of the year. But more than that, it was turning that podcast into a top 20% podcast in the world. Spotify shared stats recently and they revealed that my podcast is in the top 20% of the world as podcasts and I was just like that's insane like it's insane for me to think that I have a podcast that is in the top 20% of the world (laughs) that is I can't actually process that because you got to realize I'm a nobody and on social media I'm a nobody I'm not famous I'm not celebrity I'm not popular and for me to build something from scratch and turn it into something that is actually gaining traction and there's a lot of people listening and there's a lot of people sharing and yeah nothing will ever beat that feeling of building something from scratch and seeing it blossom in front of you hard work pays off man it really does number seven who's the person you couldn't have gotten through this year without <laughs> very easy there's three people that I couldn't have gotten through this year without my mom um, you know, my mom is my everything. She's my role model. She's my real model. She is the person I admire and respect the most. She's the person I love the most in this world. Um, my mom is my everything. She really is a true inspiration on all levels. And yeah, I definitely couldn't have gotten to this year without my mom. So big up my mom. Big shout out to my mom. I love you, mom, if you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, second person is my brother my brother, that's my guy, that's my G, that's my bro, my broski, the legend, (laughs) yeah, every year, like, for me, being able to share, you know, time and energy with my brother is so special, he's one of the funniest guys, he he makes me laugh so much, and when we spend time together, it's always great, and, yeah, I couldn't have gotten through this year without my brother, so, Big up my bro, big shout out to my bro, I love you my brother. If you're listening to this, just know that I love you bro, Um, you're a real G, you know? (laughs) And last but not least, my partner. My partner is truly special on all levels, on all aspects, on everything. I'm even, I'm feeling so overwhelmed because how much I feel for this person is just unreal. And if you're listening, I want you to know that you are so special, you are incredible, you are inspirational, you are kind, you're generous, you are one of the best people in the world. You're my favorite person in the world, you know, Um, and that's just showing how great you are. I don't just love you. I love you, but I respect you. I look up to you. I admire you. I feel inspired by you. You're my heartbeat, <laughs> I love you with all my heart, and I could have not gotten through this year without you, you were definitely the biggest blessing that I had in 2022, so thank you. And those were the seven questions that I wanted to use to reflect on my year of 2022. I couldn't have done this reflection without having listened to J. Sherry's podcast, so Big shout out to Jay Shetty because his recent podcast episode inspired me to go use the questions he shared to then reflect on my podcast. So shout out to Jay Shetty for that. And I want to end the episode by defining this year. So in recent times, I've gotten into the habit of defining my years with one word. You know, just a a word that summarizes my year, a word that defines my year, a word that represents the year. For example, 2018 was a very transitional year for me. Transitional was the word that I used to define 2018 because I was, you know, swapping between university and and my placement. I was, you know, meeting new people. I was doing different volunteering programs. I was transitioning on every level. My family moved to to the UK. So that was a very transitional year for me. 2019 was a healing year for me. The word was healing. I had to, you know, heal from heartbreak. Uh, I had to heal from, you know, situations that I went through that year. It was a very healing year for me. 2020 was an eye-opening year for me. Eye-opening is the word because 2020 was when the pandemic hit, COVID-19, lockdown, quarantine, all of this. And it was very eye-opening because I didn't realize how much I needed to slow down. And that's why it was eye-opening. 2021 was a healthy year for me. Healthy is the word for 2021 because... I finally realized how important my health is, both physical and mental, and I finally decided to invest more on it. So 2021 was very dedicated and very focused towards health. And now 2022, as it comes to an end, the word, the only word that comes to my mind is aligning. 2022 was an aligning year for me. It was a true alignment for me this year. I was aligned into the job that I love. I was aligned towards the passion and purpose that I really truly enjoy. I was aligned towards the people that I truly love and care for. It was just alignment on all aspects. 2022 was an aligning year for me. And I encourage you to reflect on what is the word that defines and summarizes your 2022 best. And as we end the year of 2022, and we head on to the year of 2023, I hope that you get some time to reflect. Maybe use the questions that I mentioned in today's podcast. Maybe use some different questions, but I think it's important that you reflect regardless of whether or not you use the questions I mentioned. I think you should reflect because what better time than now to reflect on what you've accomplished, what you've done, what you've overcome. What you've achieved you know what better time I am wishing you an amazing amazing year first of all I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas it's Christmas today I know I'm releasing an episode on Christmas Day but it just happens to be the fact that it's a Sunday and I release podcasts on a Sunday so I wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas I hope you enjoy it whether you celebrate it or not I'm still wishing you an amazing time with your family with your loved ones I want you to know that I'm also wishing you a happy new year I hope you have an amazing 2023 and I hope you know that I'll be releasing episodes in 2023 that will help you that will help you massively so please stay tuned Um, next week's episode is going to be incredible and the whole of 2023 has a schedule of episodes that you are gonna love Um, I hope this episode has helped you I hope that you share it with someone that you love someone that you care for someone that you think might benefit from listening to it thank you so so much for listening to this episode i hope that you've taken something away from it and i cannot wait to hear from you to see you listen to another episode happy new year hit the follow button hit the subscribe button leave us a review if you've learned something today leave us a review and hit the follow and subscribe button thank you so much and if you've enjoyed today's episode And please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.